Hello, everyone. Um, this is Romy Do the Movies. I am Lindsay. This is Maria. And we are old college roommates. And Maria has been um, doing reviews on movies for like the past 20 years. I also have a um, film degree. And we are here today to review um, <clears throat> 2023's uh, If I Can't. It's a um, movie that is currently on Tubi. Um, it stars, uh, let me pull it up. I believe her name is Marie Monroe. Um, she's also the producer. Yo, Mina Monroe, excuse me. Um, she's also the producer on the film as well. And it also stars um, Crystal the Doll, Tristan um, Vazikas, Sierra Smith, and more. Um, <clears throat> so um, I actually have the trailer for the movie, so I'm going to play that trailer and then we'll come back to continue for one moment it's crazy how your whole life can change within a blink of an eye trust no one girl that ain't nobody but scott but that fine motherfucker right there mm-hmm. bitch that's the weed man everybody know him <laughs> surprise <laughs> that was the trailer um for the movie if i can't and so basically um the movie starts out with the character harlem and harlem just had a baby um she's married and from what has been presented to us is that her husband is a working man who does a regular nine to five and she's um a stay-at-home mom she like just had the baby so the baby is like maybe maybe a couple weeks old so seems like they're living a pretty good life they're very much in love and um he takes her on a drive and then ends up um, going to this open house for this house that she has been in love with since she was young. 
Come to find out he bought it. He didn't already bought the house. Um, and then they end up moving in. And they go for a drive one night. And he's going into a store. And so he comes back out. And when he comes back out, um, he ends up getting robbed. So in the midst of him being robbed, he shot and killed. Yep. So and his there, blood lands all over Harlem and their new baby. Yes. Yes, the blood is all over them um, as soon as he shot. And then we have another scene where the blood is no longer on her. So <clears throat> then um, she's very, you know, rightfully so. She's very traumatized. Um, she no longer wants to stay in the house. She goes, uh, she goes to move back in with her mom, her and her babe, her and her baby, and whatnot. And so um, they pretty much do a small montage to go over the um, first year of the kid's life. And then we end up um, at the kid's first birthday party. And so at the kid's first birthday party, um, she's out of it. She's pretty much been out of it this past year, obviously, because, I mean, she's traumatized. And so... Well, yeah, I think it's up. nine months later, and I guess the baby was three months old when this happened or something. Um, yes. Yes. So... Um, yeah, she's outside on the front porch um, while everybody's inside at the birthday birthday party, and her friend Lolo pulls up. And this friend, presumably, she hasn't seen in some years, but um, the mom invited her to the party. Mom has got to stop inviting people to parties. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So yes, the mom invited. Her to the party. So she comes up with a gift, um, but she doesn't come in. Her and Harlem have a conversation outside. So um, in this couple of second conversation, they catch up. She gives her gift, and she pretty much goes on her way. She says she doesn't do kids, so she was just coming by to give the gift and go on her way. So... We also find out that um, Lolo is a hairstylist and she wants to do Harlem's hair because Harlem looks like she's been through it the past year and doesn't really care about what her hair looks like. So, even though she has a nice wig. Right, right, with the um, band around her wig. But, you know. We are to believe right. that, <laughs> that um, she's not up to par. So um, Lolo offers her services and um, offers them the next day. So the next day, um, even though Harlem has been living with her mom this whole time, she still has the house that her husband bought her. So the next day, she goes to the house to meet the realtor to sign over the paperwork for selling the house. 
and she take after she does that she takes the money to the bank and the bank is looking at her crazy because she's coming in with these big old checks and they let her know like hey we have to wait about seven to ten days to um, clear these checks because yeah, apparently she does have a bank account with them which i was like why did you even go there then <laughs> like why it, not go to your own bank it seemed to me that she went to the banks um that the checks were um yeah that the checks were written from she probably did that thinking that you can just cash them but you know over a certain amount you can't do that so um they do have to wait for them to clear so um she takes the bus um over to the girl um lolo's uh hair salon and so at the hair salon um she's waiting outside because nobody's there and this guy in this um old school drop top pulls up with a girl in the car and they get out the car trying to go into the salon and find out that the salon is closed and the girl that he's with, hair definitely needs to be done. Looks yeah. like it hadn't been done in quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> she actually needed help. Yeah, she definitely needed her wig touched up. So um, it, it's not happening. So she's upset. And um, right in front of the girl that um this guy is with he goes over to harlem and flirts tells because harlem's outside smoking so he tells harlem hey it's bad for your health so at this point we don't know who this man is we don't know who the girl is to him mm-hmm. i assume that he was a pimp and this was his uh prostitute yeah i can understand that yeah who did you assume it was? No idea. Because, like, again, they did not establish who he was or what their relationship to each other was. Yeah. You know? Right. Uh, which would have been my very first question. Like, who are you and who is she? Why are you talking to me? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're flirting with me right in front of her. So that's that's what made me be like, okay, they cannot possibly be an item. Right. Um, Because she legit did nothing. So. And I'm not trying to get jumped behind you, like whatever. So, yeah, yeah. So that was weird. But then um, they end up leaving. So um, after they left, Lolo pulls up and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was late." Blah, she's blah, super blah. late. For yeah. Like, are you offering? How are you going to be this late? <laughs> right. Right. I would have probably um, left by then, but I mean. And she's she, riding the bus. So. She's riding the bus, so yeah, she wouldn't have been. She wouldn't have been far on foot. So um, Harlem tells Lolo, "Hey, my money is tied up. I was just coming to tell you that um, I won't be able to get my hair done because I can't pay you." Harlem then is like, "Your money is what I did not ask for. This is free." So she um, Harlem ends up sitting down and. Soon as she's about to start, that's when uh, the guy comes back with the girl. 
And that's when he's introduced to us because he's at the door knocking. And Harlem's like, who's that? Lolo says, that's Scott. He's basically the weed man. Mm-hmm. So then he comes in with the girl. And this is a Monday. So like normally salons hair salons are closed. Right. So he comes in and he's just like, I need you to do my girl's hair, blah, blah, blah. blah. He's like, yeah, no, I'm closed. So they have a go, they have a back and forth. Um, Scott pulls out a big wad of money to pay for this service. So Harlem is like, uh, I'm going to let her have my seat and let you get your money. So he gives her a nice little um, amount of money to do his girl's hair. Um, she does it. And then Harlem gets back in the seat. And um, before... Harlem gets back in the seat. When she goes sits down, Scott goes to sit next to her, and they have a a little back and forth. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, he gives her a nice stack of money. Right. So I'm assuming he was gonna pay for her hair too, since she got up. Because it's never explained why. He's giving her exactly. this money. Exactly. He's giving her this money. Yeah. He's just giving a stranger this money. So my, like I said, my assumption is that um, because she gave up the seat that he's going to pay for her hair too. Do not accept money from strange men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're inviting, you're inviting. It's like, it's like a, um, it's just not a good idea. Yeah. It's like a vampire when you invite them in your house. You know, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, they, uh, she accepts the money or whatnot. And then she gets back into the, um, the chair, gets her hair done. And then, um, which is weird, which another thing that's weird to me about this movie is that even though they're supposed to be closed, the makeup artist is there. Yeah. So, I guess he didn't have anything else to do that day. I guess not. So and he's and he's just there. He doesn't have a um client client at all, but he's just there. So um so yeah. After um after her hair is done or whatever, then we get a little um a little monologue from him. And um you know, it's a it's a cute little monologue, but it, it didn't have anything to do with the plot or anything. No. <laughs> but um next thing you know, they're in a club. I can't tell if it's a gay or a straight club, but it's a gay club. You can you can tell that it was a gay club? Yeah. Um, First of all, you have the monologue leading into, you know, because Miss Jamel Bagari, right? Yeah. And then she has her whole costume changed with her long blonde wig and everything. And you've got women kissing each other. And the drinks are all set up in the rainbow. It's a gay club. <laughs> um, I just looked at it like it was a, a regular club. like Because those things happen in regular clubs. Too. And then her friend is also like, is this too much for you? You know, whatever. Because it's like her first time. So it's And they talk yeah. about later how she had only been to a gay club. So it's a gay club. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess it wasn't um it wasn't evident to me 
Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. these are all context clues, so it's not like they said yeah. they did not even give a name to the club, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, so um, hey, they're in a gay club now, <laughs> and um, you know, she's she's uh, you know, having a good time or whatnot, and so this kind of gets her loosened up to come back out in the world more. So then they have um, another outing where I guess that this time it's a straight club because this guy, while Harlem's at the bar um, waiting for um, service, this guy comes up to her and he is like super aggressive. Mm-hmm. And at first it wasn't bad enough to where she had to like, you know, check him. She was, you know, speaking with him being cordial it was then, to me because the first thing he did was make fun of her name and then say well i didn't ask to know all that okay we can get out of my face yeah yeah but <laughs> i was talking, i was talking in, in reference to her because she was still being cordial with him yeah you know? yeah so. she was she was trying to like let him down easy and get him to go away mm-hmm. but the thing is yeah. with folks like that that's not gonna happen no no because it progressively got worse yeah you know, and you know he's grabbing her and all time stuff, and he was he was being mad disrespectful, mm-hmm. calling her and, her name and all everything. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get her to leave with him. Like, and, why after you did that? Like, why would I leave with you? Right, right. After getting a drink, and I ain't even sipped on the drink yet, <laughs> and you talk, you're talking about leaving with you. Yeah, that was. I mean. It does happen, don't get me wrong, but it was it was weird the way it happened in in this scene. Cause I've never I've never experienced nor seen it happen that fast. So they at least let you sip on your drink before they <laughs> Oh no, I mean the disrespect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, before they get disrespectful, they at least let you sip on the drink. Nah. But um but yeah, so in the midst of this exchange with this rude guy, um, Scott intervenes, pretty much saving her from the weirdo. And he goes on um, about his business, the, guy, the weirdo does. Mm-hmm. And because, so, you know, like a lot of dudes are like that. And when a man stands up and says, hey, how much you stop? They'll actually listen. Right, right. So, um, yeah, so the weirdo goes on about his business, and now Scott is taking the place of the weirdo and pushing up on her, but she likes him pushing up on her, and so she's not they mad ended up, um, about it. Although, you know, honestly, there were, I mean, there for me, there were red flags. Trigger warning for this movie like sexual assault, uh, abuse, murder of a child, like. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. going on. A whole lot going on. But yeah, he kind of steps in like a white knight, you know. Yeah. And then they have the rest of their evening in the club. Yeah, yeah. And they're getting along and whatnot. And um, then there's a shooting in the club. So with the shooting in the club. Um, the night is over. Yeah, the night is over. Her and her friend get separated, and um, she ends up going with Scott. Scott takes her home, and they have a um, they have an exchange 
Um, and they, you know, start bonding and whatnot while they're at home. I mean, while they're in her driveway at home. Um, and so, but they don't, they don't exchange phone numbers or anything like that. Yeah. But they, um, they do click, they have a rapport. So she, so Harlem ends up, um, getting a job at Lolo salon as her assistant. So she goes, um, to work and while she's at work, Scott just pops up and he pops up with like two dozen roses or something. Yes, yes, with flowers and um excuse me, ask her on a date. And so with asking her on a date, um, they go out and they have a good time, and then they end up um smashing. Yeah, it was when he showed up with the flowers to me where I was like, this feels like love bombing. So yeah. love bombing is when you have someone who's uh, an abuser or a manipulator is like does everything to make you feel like the most special person and they're just super romantic and it's it's really, really soon. Like, because they just mm-hmm. met each other like the night before and he's already bringing her two dozen roses. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know you at all. Like, right. how right, would right. you know I would even be at the salon? Like right, you know. right, and, and, and randomly popping up right. because the first time he saw her at the salon, she was a customer. Right. So how would he know that she's there? Like they never had a conversation about her having a job there now, you know. And then he knew where she stayed, so why would he go to the salon at this point? You know, you know, think things, you know, things that you have questions about that aren't necessarily answered. Um, that's going to happen often in this film. Yeah, because so. her baby seems to change gender and name depending on who's talking about the baby. Mm-hmm. At one point, she refers to the baby as a girl, then her mother refers to the baby as a boy. And then at one point, she calls the baby Stephen, but it appears the baby's name is Emery, which is also the same name as the husband who was murdered. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how that could not be kept straight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like maybe that they didn't catch that until post, and they didn't have a a shot, a right, a good shot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It the, should be in the script with the baby's name. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. Like that that particular um that particular mess up shouldn't have been. It's just and weird because it's not like the baby is a complicated character. You just have to name the baby and stick right. to it. Right and stick to the gender. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but there. I mean, like I said, there's going to be all kinds of questions that can arise off of things that don't make sense, and the, and the questions probably won't be answered. No, they're not going to be answered. So don't so, worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You just have to. You just have to go along with it. Um, which is kind of a theme. With a lot of the Tubi movies. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, continuity is a is a big stickler. Is a big stickler. <laughs> I'm a big stickler for it. But, um, yeah, you just have to let it go. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So, 
moving on. Um, yeah, so after they smash or whatnot. Um, and it's very Skinamax. Like, it was way more explicit than I thought it was going to be. You know, I saw your tweet about that. Um, and then me rewatching it, because the first time I watched it, I was at work. Mm-hmm. So when those scenes happened, I, I had to, like, you know, turn my screen down. Yeah, because it's very softcore. Like, I was like, okay, this all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I either had to turn my screen down or, because it's a couple of sex scenes. So I had to either turn my screen down or forward through them. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I watched it again, I was just like, for me, they weren't believable. No, they never are. Because like angles yeah. don't work or anything like that. To me, which is to me, is like why even bother? <laughs> yeah, like okay, just do something to make us assume that y'all had sex. Right. Like we don't actually have to see don't the act. To. Right. Because none of this makes sense. Like she's riding his stomach clearly on his. Belly got on her underwear. <laughs> Like, you know, like, it's weird. It's weird. And it's just like, okay, are we done here? Because it's stupid. But, <laughs> but yeah. And, yeah, like, even even the sex scene with, that she had with her husband was stupid. Like, like, they, it was like they made, it made sense the way, the angle was for the husband, but not for her. Also, it's they were like in the kitchen, like on probably was supposed to be like a marble countertop. And I'm like, that is extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, that is stone. What are we doing? Yeah, and cold, you know. Um, and I mean, I guess her acting skills were top tier there because I would have been like, whoa, this is cold, <laughs> you know. And it'd be cutting into your belly or whatever. Like, no. Right, right. And then, and then, like I said, like the angle makes sense for him because it looked like he didn't have on no clothes or pulled right. down the shorts. But for her, her lingerie was still on and intact. Like they didn't even try to pull the panties to the side. Like it was still on. Like yeah. it did not make sense. And we did not, we did not need it. It could have just been assumed that that's what y'all was doing, and then we could have moved on. Right. So. And there are several times in the movie where you can see a character's areolas, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. who is who is like who is behind the camera right now? Yes, yes, yes. That happened a couple of times, and I'm like, okay, so we weren't gonna put pasties on. All right, we're not gonna use double side tape. Yeah, like nothing. But. Here we are. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, after her and Scott smash, now Scott is saying just pretty much planning out their life. You gonna be with me? We gonna get you out your mama house. You got to get your own place. And I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna put a baby in you. You gonna have my daughter. Yeah. He uses very possessive language. Yes. Um, is you know still extremely like they just met. Like, yeah, like this is like their first date. Forty-eight hours ago, right? <laughs> you know, and and then the, yeah, he, he he after they met at the club, he asked her on this date. He takes her to another club, I guess, in his mama's house or his house or something. Yeah, and it's just like this is not a date. Like this is not <laughs> right, right. This is a hangout spot. Right. 
you know. And, and she person- seems unhappy, like with that. Yeah. Which I yeah. would be too. Um, right, right. And then his mom's like, oh, that she was cooking or something. She's like, oh, you got to go make him a plate or you don't want to see how they act or something like that, right? Something right. that indicates if she doesn't make him a plate, he'll he'll be angry about it. And that was my first to be like, oh, no, well, I'm gone. Because if you have, if you're completely able and you're going to be angry that I didn't make you a plate, then we don't need to be together. Mm-hmm. And this is the mama saying it, the right. quote unquote mama saying this. Like, it's, it's like she's low-key trying to tell you something, right. you know? So yeah, that um that stuck out for me. Um and then we later on see why it stuck out, but um but yeah, like he pretty much plans this whole life for them after smashing and she thinks the shit is cute, right, one time, and she thinks the shit is cute, so she's like, okay. Um, right, because it's everything she wants. This is another thing you find with love bombing. Oh, we're gonna have this future that you've always dreamed of, and it's also yeah. romantic because you're being swept off of your feet or whatever. You don't know this person. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And then on top of that, this is the first person that she's, you know, dated since her husband's death. It's only been nine months. Like she really yeah. probably sh- she should not be dating right now. <laughs> like. Probably not, because especially I, not I'm somebody who wants to be, who supposedly wants to be so serious, so serious. right, right, right. And I'm assuming she didn't get any um, help during her grieving stage. So yeah, she's pretty much stuck in a place, and yeah, now this man is in your face saying all these types of things. So she's acting real green right now. So. Yeah. Very um very gullible, very impressionable. Yeah. And like I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but it's like I feel like you should have people warning about this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how old they're supposed to be either. Cause I was taking it that they was really young, but I don't know. I don't know, because I, I took it that they were like in their early to mid twenties. But like I said, I don't know. Like you know, black don't crack, so I don't know. who knows. Right, right. Yeah, they could be <laughs> damn near forty. So, um, so yeah, so we um have um we have this whole life planned out. She's okay with it, and then um, and then next thing you know, it's happening. She's moving yeah. out of her mom's house. Her mom is having reservations about it. She hasn't even met the guy yet until the day that she moves out the house. Which is insane. That's insane. Right. right. And she and that gets brought up too. And she's like, well, I've been dating him for a while. Okay, you've been dating him for a while and your mom is just now meeting him on the day that you move out? Like She's she she been dating him for a week max. Like, <laughs> And y'all supposed to be close. Like, you just now bringing him up. Like, that did not make sense to me. No, not at all. Like, I get if y'all weren't close and y'all don't talk about that or anything like that. But Y'all living together. Y'all living together. You're in grieving. So, this is something new that's going on. And you don't even mention to your mama. Like, hey. So, the guy I've been dating is such and such. You want to meet him because, like, next week I'm moving out. Like, nothing of the sort, you know? So, um, 
And but, you have a young son. You're going to let this dude that you don't yeah. know? A one-year-old. We have a one-year-old here at this point. So, yeah. Um, but that's what that's what we're supposed to um, buy in the story. And so, um, so the guy comes, you know, with the U-Haul and whatnot to help her move out her mama's house. Her mom would go outside to meet him. And, you know, she's um, giving him third degree and whatnot. They're based out of um, Detroit. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I work for GM. Because everybody in Detroit works for GM, right? So she's just like, yeah, no, no, you don't. Um, and she, like, you know, gives the um, protective mother speech. Because she finds out that he is completely lying because she's like, oh, yeah. oh, which plant, you know, which shift? And she's like, well, that can't be because I work at that plant on this shift for the past 11 years. I've never seen you a day in my life. Right, right, right. So we all and know. And we're just not going to tell your daughter about this? At all. Okay. At all. But, um, yeah, and we all, we all know the man is lying because he's the weed man. Yeah. And, and apparently he's more than just the weed man. I believe he's like a one-stop shop. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so she give you know she gives the protective mother speech to him. You know, don't um, don't screw over my daughter. I'm coming for you. Um, which turns out not to be true. No, no, not at all. It just sounded real good at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate her mother. <laughs> I hate her. Yeah, and I don't use that word a lot. <laughs> yeah, she's not she's not the best um mother. She's not gonna get win mother of the year. But um but yeah, so the girl moves out um and goes and lives with him. And then we um fast forward a few and months. And it's not even like he's living in a nice house. That that's another thing I know <laughs> too. Like they she went to go live in um she was to go live in a house in the hood, like. Yeah, and, and it, mind it, you, she she had gotten an, an like a insurance payment or inheritance or whatever from her husband for four hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's been sitting on it this whole time, like, and yeah. never told no, never told him at all. She never told him not she one. She didn't thing. tell anybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, which you know, okay, that's fine, but there's no way I'm sitting on four hundred thousand dollars and I'm living like this. <laughs> happening yeah. yeah it's like it's like it's not it's not a trap house but she but it's a house in the hood like you can definitely tell it's a house in the hood which ain't nothing wrong with with living in the house in the hood but if i don't have to house, and i have a kid and i gotta think about right. school districts or whatever right right and going from the house <laughs> that she had hell even going from her mama's house Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, the house wasn't bad. I mean, it had a pool, but that was probably the best thing about the house was that it had a pool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I noticed that as well. I was just like, especially going from the house that she had, like I, I wouldn't have moved. Like no way. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, no. Um, this is the type of house that I'm accustomed to, and I'm sure you can. Um, I'm sure you can afford it. So let's. Let's shoot higher than this. But she's not that type of person. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Honestly, so, yeah. they do her character really dirty. They could just make her very dim for no reason. Mm -hmm. um, because you don't have to be dim to fall for an abuser. They're pretty sophisticated at what they do. If they didn't, they wouldn't get to abuse, abuse multiple people. Right, 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 right. Right, and they have to get you in a way that you will stick around for the abuse. Right. So. so her having all that money and then like moving into that house, like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, right. So, um, so yeah, uh, she moves into this house or whatever. Um, then we flash, um, we fast forward a few months of them being settled in the house. They're having a pool party, um, slash barbecue. The, uh, the Scott guy is at a table playing cards and she's going around being a host and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, um, he, has an exchange with one of the guys at the uh, table. And so the guy gets up from the table and then he goes over to Harlem. Well, before that, while they're talking at the table, whatever, he says something and another guy is like, oh, don't, why'd you say that? You know how he is about his women. Yeah. Which means they know how he is and they have not challenged him in any way about it. No, no, which makes me believe that this guy did this on purpose. Yeah. So the guy goes over to Harlem and asks Harlem for a plate of food. So she's like, yeah, I'll go get you a plate. Goes in the house, fix this man a plate. The man is back at the card table with Scott. And so she comes over with the plate to give to the man and then she's saying to Scott okay I'm about to go fix your plate now mm -hmm. Scott flips out loses it completely loses it <clears throat> and you know and this is the funny part about this because it ain't like it ain't like this person is a bad actor so I'm not saying that but his best acting is when he's calling her a bitch. I don't know what that means, but yeah, like when he goes off and he starts, he's terrifying. Her Honestly, he's really scary. Yeah. Um, I did not grow up in a house with a bunch of yelling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, like his yelling, like really, I was jumping. Like I'm like, what the hell? You know, I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, but I'm also ready to go. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, Bye. yeah. Cause he gets on her, he's like holding her face on the table. He's he throws the food on her. It's just really mm -hmm. like very, very, very <clears throat> intense scene. Yeah. So um, yeah, she tried to make it, which I don't know why she thought that this was going to um be okay. But while he's yelling at her, she tries to make it better by giving the guy. Cause she's just trying to do anything. She's just trying to do anything. Right. To right. But, and, and I totally get that. But if I had a problem with not getting a plate, I would most definitely have a problem with a secondhand plate. Even if I didn't have a problem with getting a plate, I would have a problem with a secondhand plate. Well, your real problem is that you're an abuser. So. <laughs> right. Right. Totally, totally, totally agree. You're thankful there. somebody made you a plate to begin with. Right, right. 
I, I'm totally in agreement with you right there. But um, yeah, I thought yeah. that would make him upset too. But like, it it doesn't yeah. even matter. She was she was just trying to do anything to make a stop. Yeah, and I and I and I get it, and I and I totally get it. Um, but yeah, secondhand plates are not gonna make things better. Um, they actually got the plate thrown on her. Uh, so now she's have she's in front of all these people. She's having to clean this up. She's got food all over her white top. Yeah, food all over her white top. It's a it's a mess. So she, I mean, she ends up cleaning it up, and then she goes into the house. And um, when she goes into the house, she's trying to clean up. But now you can obviously tell that um, Scott is drunk, and he come in there and he's like trying to like gesture her to for them to have sex. And she's with like, a pool, Are you? with a pool really? noodle, with a pool noodle. Yes, with a pool noodle. And like, noodle. it's extremely like immature for one thing. Yeah. And for the other thing, he just beat the crap out of her. <clears throat> and she's just like, are you freaking serious right now? And so, um, yeah, he was dead ass serious. And then we have, um. We have a sexual assault scene that is reminiscent of that one scene from What's Love Got to Do With It. Um, it's just as um, explicit as all the sex scenes and filmed like the same way. It's really traumatizing, honestly. I do yeah. not like this movie at all. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to, you know, just try to. Yeah, for sure. Fast forward through this because <laughs> it i mean it's it it drags on long i mean it it's what almost like a two-hour movie like yeah and mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been like an hour and 49 so, minutes yeah and i know because yeah. i was checking <laughs> so yeah so yeah we have this scene or whatnot and um it was a i mean it was an intense scene so we um, we move on from that. We basically um, they basically go over several times when she's trying to leave. He um, he ends up knocking her out one time in front of her son. Yeah, she tries to uh, get away with her son, and she's telling him, "Hey, you know, just keep your eyes closed until we get mm-hmm. to the car. You know, anything you hear going on, just keep your eyes closed. We're just playing game, whatever. Just make sure you keep your eyes. the baby never closes his eyes. No, no eyes open the whole time. time. Yeah." <clears throat> Um, and then um, she gets knocked out by him. Um, I was so scared. I was so scared. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, so that happened, and then um, she's. Uh, I mean, then there's another scene where she's like, she's trying to, you know, act like everything's okay and whatnot because he's getting ready to go out of town. Um, and when he goes out of town, she ends up taking a pregnancy test, finds out she's pregnant, so now she's like, fuck. So now she's really um, planning her exit while he's out of town. Mm-hmm. She ends up going back to her mom's <laughs> house. She cuts off communication. Um, then we fast forward a few more months. Now she's at her baby shower, and her mama invited him to the baby shower. And, and really, now, what the, yeah, her mama invites him to the baby shower. Like, well, you got to stop inviting people to yeah. parties, mom. Yes. And like, after the speech that she gave him when she first met him, I don't care how many times he's calling. Yeah. If my child is that scared of you, 
and does not want to see you during her pregnancy with your baby, who is now a product of rape, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You cannot come to my house. I don't care what you have to say. Right. Right. And she's like really trying to talk Harlem into getting back together with him. Yeah, I'm like, with. what? This is not who you were. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, oh my God, are you kidding me right now? Like, if it's really that bad that she left him as soon as she found out she was pregnant, or around the time she found out she was pregnant, like, stay out of them folks' business. Yeah. Like, and you're it, doing it, it for a reason. It seems like maybe Harlem didn't tell her everything that was going on, but like, it doesn't even matter. Like, you see how scared she is. Right. Like, how much you she doesn't have, have contact with him. Right. You don't have to tell you don't have to tell her the ins and outs of the relationship for her to know. For one, stay out of the business. And for two, leave like leave that shit alone. Don't get involved. Just protect your kid. Right, right. So um, but that didn't happen. She invited him. She's talking, she's talking Harlem in to um you know, dealing with him again. Mm-hmm. They uh, and see, like I could have understood if they set up her character to be one of those, oh, you gotta have a man type, or you gotta have a father for your son type, or something like that. But that's not how they set up her character. Was right, right, right. That's not what this was at all. And um, but yeah, so she's um she's trying to play nice with him at the baby shower. But she's really not into it or whatnot. But he's just like, I've changed. I've gone to counseling. Um, I got a great push gift for you. Just trust me, blah, blah, blah. So she, and this is the part that threw me because I wouldn't trust him to walk across the street. I mean, I would get in his car and him take me somewhere. No, like, you know, the whole thing with them getting that together, like, that happens in abusive relationships. So I understand yeah. that happening. But, like, the idea that I would get in your car and go away with you while yeah. I'm pregnant, while I'm heavily pregnant. Right. The same no. day that I just started talking to you. And she's like, Where mm-hmm. are we? I don't know where you are, girl. Right. That is I would have been calling the cops because. Like, right. Right. I don't I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. Like I would have I mean if I were to take somebody back in a situation like that, we would definitely have to ease in. Like you would have to prove to me without a shadow of a doubt that you are a changed person. This right here didn't make no sense. But she um gets in the car with him and he takes her to this um secluded area and now, hey, now hey, you're hey, like, hey, not fully constructed. I was like, oh, so he's going to kill you. That yeah. Like, you're, yeah. If I, I mean, you're absolutely going to murder me. Like, right. Like, this is the end. But yeah, like, the only thing I was thinking of that it may not go down was the fact that she's pregnant with his kid. Mm-hmm. And that's what he really wanted. So I'm like, maybe that's the only saving grace. But it was going to go down other than that. Mm-hmm. But then. She got she goes into the house with him and the person that killed her husband is there. Now, how he knows exactly who the person is, right? It's beyond me. But because she they talked about it before, you know, beforehand, and she's like, I'll never forget his face. And he has no idea what this dude looks like. Right. Right, they never ran into the guy. She's never um, shown him a police sketch or anything. Like it did not make sense that he knew exactly who the person was, and he got it right. That was the person. Like it didn't make sense at all. Which should have been a clue. Like how would he know? 
Right. Right. And also the fact that he had his mouth all taped up like that, I was like, mm. I yeah. he set him up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, not, none of it made sense, but um, here we are. And, um, yeah, she she sees who it is, and, you know, she says her words to him, which was reminiscent of the words that he said to her after um, he killed her husband. And so um, Scott ends up killing the guy. So when um, that happened or whatnot, then we move on. Like ain't shit happen, and uh, this does not negatively affect their relationship at all. No, it probably brought them close together. So, so yeah. So we move on. Um, she has the baby. Um, now she's getting showered with all these gifts and all this kind of stuff. And so, um, with her having the baby, then she she finds clues that um are making her think that he's cheating on her not only is he cheating on her but he's cheating on her with her cousin and so another we, cousin shana because lolo is supposed to be her cousin too i thought lolo was her best friend i think it's both i think i believe it was both oh, um okay. Yeah, and then Lolo sleeps with women and men, and everybody's like, "Oh, she's confused." It's like, is she just bisexual? Is she just right. she could just be bi, yeah. <laughs> or she could just be doing her, you know? Right, or whatever. I right, confused, but all right, yeah. But no, 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 they're not. They're not related. Because remember when she came over at the end for that wellness check? Oh, that's right. That yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so. Um, so yeah, so she has her red flags up or whatnot. Um, and then next thing you know, their friend that was the makeup artist in the salon is sick. So they go and see him. He's in hospice on his deathbed. Um and they the makeup they have on him is just very yeah. it seems like they just did everything they knew how to do. Yeah. Cause it looked like he had been beaten. And then it looked like he had also, he's also like bloody. And then it also looks like he has pustules on his face. And so I just like, okay. It seems like they threw everything at him that they knew. Was true. <laughs> um, you know what it reminded me of? Um, when you see films of people that got the package um, from back in like the 80s and 90s. They got the package. Yeah, that's what they call it, the package. I've never heard that before. Okay. You haven't have no. Oh wow, yeah, that's what they call it, the package. But um, yeah, so back in like the eighties and nineties, when you was like when you would see films that were in the eighties and nineties talking about people with the package. Well, if you don't know what the package is, it's AIDS. Um, but um, how they would have lesions and stuff all over right. them. That's what it reminded me of. Like, yeah. but I in real life have seen people who passed away from AIDS. Like, they don't look like that. Yeah. So that's what I, I was like. This is very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. 80s. It's very, it's very old school. Like, like I was, yeah. Like, yeah. And like this is after she has a scene where she runs into Lolo and they have this big argument. Lolo's like, "You don't even come around the shop anymore. You don't even know that Jamel is sick. If you had, you know, if you had been a real friend, you'd be keeping in touch with us. You were sitting on all this money. You didn't even help anybody out. 
I was like, what right, right, right. So, and she's like, and, and how does she leave find that? Out about no, blah, 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 blah. Um, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's an, that's another thing because I'm like, y'all talking about money. How like she never talked about the money, but what else? Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's what I took it as with um Jamel. Um, he and then we find out he's on hospice. Um, he's got everything. We find out he's in hospice from him while she's right, there. Which I'm well, like, how did you not care. know? Were you like? Right, that's right. like going to visit somebody in the hospital and they tell you I'm in the hospital. Like, mm-hmm. it's on the door. <laughs> right, right. That's another thing. I'm just like, okay, so you're in hospice in the hospital? Are you about to go to the place? Like, what? Oh, I mean, okay. Like, um, but yeah. So, um, so yeah. That that situation happens. Yeah, he's he, um, he has to comfort her. Yeah, you know, and then also uh, he's begging her to leave Scott on his deathbed. Like, girl, could you? <laughs> right? Can we focus here? Like, this is kind of more important, but you know, yeah. And we never get a funeral for Jamel. No, which really we don't, even, we don't even get an official. He's passed on. Nope. You know, we just we, never see him again. Get, like which they could have completely done without this part of the story and we would have been okay. And see what it is is a lot of like anything. Right. It's a lot it's what combination of stereotypes and checking the boxes. He's not a real character. He's just there to help her uh transition into, you know, her next step of phase of life. He's just there to be what people would say a gay angel, like gay angel. Mm -hmm. You know, and then he's just gone. As yeah. if he did not matter. Yeah. 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 Like it was, I mean, it was completely weird because we don't get a start and stop with this character. And then you take us on this, you take us on this emotional roller coaster with this character. We see this traumatic um appearance change for him, and then nothing. And it's like, why are you doing this to us? Why are we here? So, yeah. And because I actually, I enjoyed him when he was on screen. Right? Yeah. It was cute. It, yeah. was, it was real cute. You know? Um, but again, like, it wasn't needed because it wasn't like, okay, okay, you go to a gay club. Okay. What what are we here for? You, yeah, your characters you need to matter like, to the story. Right, you know? right. It wasn't like it wasn't like you were going to get turned out or anything like right. that. Like what why are we here? I can understand, you know, why we're here, like because she's you know been in mourning, or whatever. They want to get her out the house, so they you know take her to this club and whatever, give her a new experience, blah blah. blah. I get that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you also need to make your character mad to the story outside of the main character as well. You need to make them a full character, not just here to help the main character. Yeah. But what we could have done, which would have shaved off some time and would have made more sense, is if they would have, after they got her all dolled up or whatever, they could have taken her to the straight club where she would have seen Scott there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they did later. They did later, but we yeah. didn't need the gay club. I mean, point. it. I mean, it's whatever, right? Because they obviously didn't care. So <laughs> no, no, no. no, but I'm just saying, like, it would have been a more tighter story. 
Oh, oh I say, see. Just kind of like cut the scene off. I, yeah, yeah I just cut the scene off because like like you just said, like it needs to make sense like to the story. Like it doesn't make sense to the story to go to this gay club. And nothing comes happening. And nothing as a result. comes from it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I said, she didn't get turned out or anything like that. So what what are we here for? Like this this legit made no sense to anyone. I mean, especially but, if they don't go back. Like it would be one right, thing if they, they were like, Oh, this is our regular kind of spot or whatever. Right, right. They don't go back. Um, not like nothing comes from it. Like nothing happened, or nothing like nothing traumatic happened to where she'd be like, "I ain't fucking with y'all no more." Like nothing, nothing. So, anyway, um, but yeah, fast forward through that, um, she ends up finding out. Um, she ends up confirming that her cousin is um messing with Scott. She tries to fight the cousin. She um, her cousin like, went into her closet and took her clothes, and her mama just let her. And I was just like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Did not even ask if she could do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. And then Lola supposed to be her best friend. She in on the shit too, um, which it doesn't make any sense because Lola was just yeah. telling her, "You need to leave Scott." Blah 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 blah. He doesn't care yeah. about you. He's sleeping with other women. Da 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 da. Right. But you're over here still messing with him. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and then she tries to come on to Scott too at one point, and it was just like, okay. Why? I mean, Why would you, do that? you see how he treated not only her, because there was one point where she was at the shop, and then the woman who Scott was with initially is at the shop too. And like they yes. she's got an attitude with with uh with her because now she's the one with Scott or whatever, and she's like, she's just tired of getting her ass beat, blah blah blah. She was like, Why are we being so nasty? There's really no reason. You both know there me. Really isn't. <laughs> right, right. There really isn't. And like like we said before, like it really wasn't no confirmation on what their relationship was. No. And I guess this was the confirmation. Right. And they have this conversation like over an hour into the film. So, yeah. So it's just like I don't understand. After Lolo seeing and witnessing all of these things, mm-hmm. it doesn't now, make any oh, sense, God. right? And I'm just like, okay, yeah, Scott is attractive, but he ain't, he ain't like, that attractive at all. <laughs> like, he ain't, like, um, put my common sense on the shelf. I- I'll come back to it later. Type attractive, like there's mm-hmm. no, 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 no. So. <laughs> So yeah, like he can have the the prettiest hair in the world, and it's still a no. Like that's nice. I can get a wig. It'll be fine. Like right, what? Right. no, Mm-mm. I would no. rather be alone forever. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so um, pretty much fast fast forwarding through this movie because it it's long with a bunch of scenes that are stupid, but because uh. <laughs> like for some reason Scott and Shayna and Lolo and the other dude that Scott hangs out with are now playing strip poker regularly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're doing this thinking that um Harlem is gonna be at the uh at the hospital, but you know, she pulled a one two, pulls up and because Shayna went and stole her clothes. Right. Right, and so yeah, she pulls up, um, and then Scott is like high and drunk through all of this. And frequently, yeah, when she pulls up, she tries to fight her cousin, um, tries to fight Scott. So, yeah, so now she's um, she's 
I'm going to leave him again. So she leaves him. And then now her plan is to open up a business in Atlanta. Mind you, they're in Detroit. So What kind of business? Just a business. Just a business. Now, they did talk earlier about this woman that I think Lolo knew who was in Atlanta selling bundles or whatever. But when it comes to her opening this business in Atlanta, they don't specify what she's going to be doing, what kind no. of business it is. Yeah, like, no. I guess we're supposed to put one, plus put two and two together, I guess. No. Um, but yeah, she, she buys a brick and mortar and now she's flirting with the real estate agent. <laughs> and now the real estate agent um, is supposed to be finding her a place in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So she goes back to Detroit and she comes in the house bearing gifts and she talks to her mama and she's just like yeah um I got a business in Atlanta and we're moving and I want you to move too um didn't take that much convincing but her mama I was talking to my mother ever again if that was my are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> but yeah it didn't take that much convincing but her mom um agreed and so now her mama wants to throw a going away party. Why, girl? Y'all just need to leave. Right. This man is very dangerous. And she's talking about he's been calling the house and threatening and whatever, whatever. Yes. This made no sense to me at all because if you're trying to flee a toxic relationship, why are you throwing a party? But so she can hey. invite somebody else who don't need to be there again. Right. So, th- so now we have this party. Why does Lolo know that you're moving to Atlanta, by the way? Because Lolo is the one who tells Scott. And this is after Lolo and 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 what's her name have had this uh you know disagreement. Yeah. And Lolo this is, and Harlem. Yeah. And this is after Harlem discovered Lolo Harlem and Shayna and whatever and all them playing strip poker or whatever. Why does Lolo know these details? Who was saying? Right, right. I who blame the mom. Right. <laughs> right. And so um Scott is like on this mission trying to get his family back, blah blah blah. Um family back. I don't know why. Yeah. Right. I don't know why they um him and Harlem's cousin were conversing if his plan was to get his well he said back. you told me Harlem was but, gonna be here with you, and so we get because they were supposed to they were supposed to supposed to be her and Harlan together so that when Scott came uh, the cousin and and, and uh, Scott could deny that they weren't ever doing anything with each other which why would I believe oh. you? Okay 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 gotcha uh, yeah because I was just like what this, none of this makes sense to me but okay that makes yeah. sense so um so it yeah so she but <laughs> yeah, right, that's right, right. the story they're going with that's the story they're going with right so um so yeah so guy um goes over to the cousin's place and he's still on this whole i want my family back I, you got me over here on the false pretenses blah 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 so um the girl the the cousin tells him well shoot you talking about your family but your family here because i'm pregnant too and she's trying to like um have sex with him and whatnot and at first, he lets her give him head but then he's just like oh no i want my family back Okay, so then she tells him that she's pregnant or whatnot. So now he flips out, kills her, and then goes on about his business. And so 
when they end up having this going away party, he shows up. Now, right before he showed up, Lolo showed up to the uh, party because she's been trying to get a hold of the cousin. The cousin um, is not answering the call. She goes over to her house. She sees the car there, but nobody's answering the door. And so she's going over to Harlem's house because they're her, co- they're the girl's cousin, and they can do the wellness check. She can't do the wellness check, which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why. I thought happened. anybody could do a wellness check, right. but whatever. How would they even know you weren't related? Right, right. Because they're not. I mean, they're not asking for your lineage. They're not DNA testing, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So she goes over there and asks the mom. The mom is just like, oh, she'll show up. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, everybody hates Lolo. So the mom just hates Lolo so much. Like, right. oh, this is Lolo's fault. Right. Girl. None of this. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so they uh they have that um interaction or whatever. And Lolo stays at the party. I don't know why she stayed at the party. She, but... she stayed, she's at the party to talk to Harlem about her cousin because she's worried about her cousin. Her The mom is like blocking her or whatever as if Lolo was involved in beating and raping her daughter. Like I just mm-hmm. as if Lolo was the one who ever invited him over to the house and encouraged him to get back together. Right. As right. if Lolo did not tell her that this dude is not worth your time. Right. Right. She wanted her from the jump. So yeah. But I don't know. Me personally, I probably would have just been like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm out. You know, but well, no, she was she scared didn't. for the girl's life, I guess. So, you know, I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so she stayed at the party or whatever. Now she's um, there. She didn't got her a plate and everything. Um, but the mom is out front with the, um, with the little, with the little granddaughter or whatnot. And Scott pulls up. Scott gives uh, the baby an envelope, like the baby could read it, but um, or even open it, or even open it, right? Um, he has an interaction with uh, with um, Harlan's mom, and then he goes into, and she just party. lets him. She just lets him go in the party. I just like, yeah. how are you so mad at Lolo? But you're letting this man in your house, yeah? And you're gonna leave him unsupervised with the kids, yeah. Right. I was so scared because I was like, the way this goes, like it, uh, one of the first things I learned in like in uh, I think it's like one of the gender and media studies class back in college, and one of the things that always stuck with me is like when you hear those stories of like a murder suicide or mm-hmm. where like somebody killed the whole family, they are always domestic abuse situations. That is the oh, end yeah. result of domestic abuse situations. So yeah. the moment she let them back into the house, that he's even there, that he's with the kids unsupervised, I'm like, oh, so he's going to take these children. He's going to kill them or use them as bait to try and kill her and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's yeah. how this goes. It was, it was definitely set up for that. 100%. Yeah. And I was just like, I wouldn't have... Well, he wouldn't have been there if it was me, but I wouldn't have let him out of my sight. Like, and they just let him be with the kids. Like, they were they were way too trusting. I was so scared. Was I was so scared. And, there are like so many scenes in between him getting there and then like him like the baby being handed off to somebody else. Where I was just like, where are these children? <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, so yeah, so he ends up playing with like both of the kids at one point. 
and then he goes into the party. Um, he talks to he talks to Harlem. Harlem is not here for anything he's talking about and whatnot. Um, yeah, y'all are like, not like scared enough for me because right. right, it was, and he he said he said a couple of things because like even at the baby shower he was like, if you don't get back with me, I'll kill myself and stuff. So it ain't like he ain't never threw out these type of threats before mm-hmm. to where they would be like, okay. You're crazy. I don't want no parts of you. So, um, but they're, but like you said, they're too calm and too trusting of him, you know. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like there's, there's too many examples out here in the world that you really can't put nothing past anyone. But they are, again, being um, gullible when it comes to him. Um, The shit don't turn out um, to his liking, of course. and he goes out, um, the the party's in the backyard. So he ends up going around the house leaving. Well, what we thought. At this point, there were like eight minutes left in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was forced fast forwarding 30 yeah. seconds. Because I was just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, so. He looks out. I mean, he looks into the window of the house and he sees Harlem with his daughter and she's in there and she's, um, you know, kind of playing with the baby. But then she's like about to change the baby. And so the kid, her son is in the house as well. And while she's tending to the baby, her son is at the door and he's like, shut up, you shut up and blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Next thing you know, you hear pow, and the baby drops. Yeah, and that was the last thing I saw. I turned the movie off. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, that was Scott killing the son. So now he's come back in the house with a gun going towards Harlem. Harlem is like, oh, my God, Scott, please don't, blah, blah, blah. The baby's right there and whatnot. And... Next thing you know, they're they shoot to um looking on the side of the house where everybody is outside partying, like they didn't just hear him shoot shot. It goes range, like what? Yeah, they're acting like they did not hear the kid get shot at all. But then next thing you know, you hear pow, 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 and so everybody leaves. And then they cut back into the house and you see that he shot Harlem. So now Harlem's dead. So um, everybody done, um, everybody done ran out or whatnot. Um, her mama's in the back, but then she comes in the house and she sees the um, baby sitting next to her her dead mama, and then she also sees the son dead. So now she holding the baby, flipping out. But then um, while everybody's leaving, Lolo is leaving, and she's trying to get into her truck. Well, she's fidgeting, trying to put the key into the door, and Scott is walking towards her, shoots her. So now she's dead. So um, the mama is, like, flipping out, but then she puts the baby down, go um, grabs a gun, and goes outside. So now she's, like, she didn't um, walked up on Scott, because Scott, at this point, is in his uh, drop top, and... She uh she's pointing the gun at him and she's just like, oh my god, you shot my daughter, you shot my grandson, blah blah blah. 
she's talking to him while she's pointing a gun at him. Why and are so, we talking? Why are we right. talking? Just We're, shoot him. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. But, you know, she's giving her best dramatic performance. Um, He's looking at her like, yeah, whatever. Um, He takes his hat off. He's kind of like, um, he's kind of like smirking. And then, like, he looks in the mirror, you know, he fixes his hair, fixes his um, mustache and whatnot. He grabs his gun, puts it up under his chin, and shoots himself. Yeah. That's and exactly that's how I thought that would go. Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad I did not finish that movie. Yeah. And so when that happens, she falls into the grass and she's just, you know, again, giving her best dramatic performance. And that's how the movie ends. So yeah. So why did so I want to go on record? I want to go on record and say I apologize that this affected you the way it did. I'm weird, so it didn't affect me the way it affected you and how it affected a lot of people because this movie went viral when it came out a month ago. Like a lot of people were talking about it. And what were they saying? They was just like, Oh my god, this movie is crazy. And I can't believe this movie. They weren't spoiling it, but they just, everybody was in shock. You know, and I'm just like, what is going on in this movie? I need to see for myself. And it was like, oh my God, you're going to be flipping out when you watch it. Okay, well, let me go watch it. And then I would come back. And and when I came back, I was like, I see why y'all were tripping, but I wasn't affected by that. But it's not crazy. Like I said, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. But but like I said, I'm weird because I remember um, back when For Color Girls came out, there was a scene where everybody talked about it and everybody was talking about how they cried and how they were affected and blah blah blah. I I wasn't affected that way. Now when I went and saw the movie and that scene happened. I didn't cry, but I couldn't sit still. So yeah. I was affected, but I wasn't affected like everybody else. So I'm weird. But um, but yeah. So there was no for me, there was no point to this movie. They weren't saying anything. Mm-hmm. It was just traumatic experience after traumatic experience for no reason. No examination. Like I don't understand why this movie was ever made. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> a lot of the Tubi movies are like that, um, to where you're like, it's not a cohesive story, it's not a tight, tight story. And we talked about this, um, before on another movie, um, where you can tell that like people didn't really take screenwriting seriously. And it shows, like, you get stuff like this. Like, I don't even understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. What is it you were, what what were you trying to tell your audience? What were you supposed to get from this? Yeah, like, what's the moral of the story? Just, you know, what are you trying to say? What's the message? You know, like, you know, I, I don't mind, like, movies that are, that are necessarily bad or, like, they can be so bad they're good or kind of funny or whatever. But, like, this was not. Any of those things for me, yeah, yeah, and like the um, the movie poster didn't match the movie. 
That was another yeah. thing that annoyed you, you would, The movie poster would make you think there was kind of like some kind of romantic rivalry going on, perhaps. Yes, yes. And, and uh, yeah. no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that at all. Oh, and also we find out that he actually set up her husband to be murdered because he wanted to get out of the game. Right, right. It didn't have nothing to do with her. <laughs> like, the movie poster may have remotely made sense if it had anything to do with Harlem, but right. it didn't. She um, never she never even has a wedding dress. No. No. They're already married when we meet her. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it's a nice movie poster. It just literally has nothing to do with the movie. Nothing. Um but yeah. Yeah, um, it had it had a lot of it had a whole lot of flaws um, in the movie, but um, yeah, for me, there's nothing redeeming about this film. Yeah, you know, you know, other movies you'd be like, oh well, the cinematography is really great, or mm-hmm. it's funny, or costuming is totally different, or but for me, there's nothing. No. Yeah. Yeah, like there was nothing like you weren't rooting for nobody in particular. I was uh, like, is she gonna like get back at him somehow or something? Like what is you know? Yeah. Like, is this gonna be like a revenge film or something? Nope. Nope. Just abusive, mm-hmm. just abuse. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Um but you know, unfortunately, it might be more realistic. Yeah, it's realistic but it's also saying nothing yeah like this is like the way the story was told it was very much like i could have watched the news yeah you know yeah um you're you're, there's no point being made it's just things that are happening Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah, and then and then, like I said, it was almost two hours. There was a lot of things that happened in, that did happen in the film that you could have cut. Yeah, you know, um, definitely, definitely could have cut yeah. a lot of things out of this movie. And, and like, because because like Shayna shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, who is this? <laughs> right, because right. we didn't. Because the first time we saw her was at the baby shower. And she wasn't introduced to us or anything no. like that. So, yeah, it's weird. Now all of a sudden, she's ever, she's with you, right? So, and y'all have one conversation about bundles, and we, I guess we're supposed to put two and two together that you're going to Atlanta yeah. to to start this bundle. Fifteen before. scenes later, right? Right. And then that's not how. That works. You don't no, just go to another city and start a bundle business. <laughs> but that's not how any of this works. Um, yeah. And then you sit on this money for years and now all of a sudden you're spending it frivolously. Yeah, yeah we didn't get a we didn't get a uh go to Edward Jones and like get a like somebody else. Nothing. Nothing. And then I guess we're supposed to assume that she's spending that money and she didn't stash money from uh, Scott. I have no idea. Yeah. I I mean... Because apparently he didn't know about the money either. Yeah. Like she's been... Yeah, she's been sitting on this money that 
nobody knew about, but now everybody knows about, like. Yeah. Why would you be working at all? I don't know. Yeah. Like, what what was the point? Like, a lot, a lot of stuff, like I said, like I said in the beginning, there was a lot of questions that you would have watching this film that would not be answered. That was literally one of my tweets. I was like, I have questions for Lindsay. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> All right. So um, we have our rating system. Um, one movie real is trash AF. Two exists, three entertaining, four great, five a true classic. Mm. Maria, what say you? It's going to be a one for me. A one. A trash. <laughs> I think this is your first um, one. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. honestly, I, the, it really, like, my nervous system was shot. Like, I could not. Like, when he shot that baby, I just said, oh, no. And I just turned it off. And I yeah. was, like, pacing for the next 15 minutes. Like, I really couldn't sit down. I was just so, I was really agitated and just like angry about the movie existing. And um, I, I just it, like just watching it was an incredibly unpleasant experience for me. So I would not recommend this movie for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would give it a two. And the reason why I would give it a two is because of um, it going viral. Yeah, I guess we're we were on different sides of the internet that day because I've not <laughs> I've not heard about this movie. At I all. don't know what that says about my friends on Facebook, but <laughs> that yeah, that's what I saw it. I saw it um, on Twitter too. Yeah. yeah, and but when I got the asking questions was on Facebook. Cause I'm like, okay, I've been seeing this now. What the hell, you know? Um, and it's just so wild to me because, like, it's not for me. It's like it's not entertaining at all. Like, mm-hmm. so, oh, this movie's so wild and crazy. It's not like this kind of thing happens literally every day. Yeah. Uh, so if you're gonna make a movie about something that happens that kind of frequently, you need to be saying something about it, not just depicting it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree because it is more of a depiction than um, than something being said. Yeah, and for yeah, for something this close to some people's real life, you kind of want to take a um, a more moral ground route. To telling a story like this to try to save people from going through something you like know, that. Like, are you trying to warn people? What are you what are you trying yeah. to do? Because like now you're you're just showing me what happens. Okay, I know that, but like mm-hmm. now I'm having to sit through it. Like, am I I can't imagine wanting people to feel this way after watching a movie. Yeah. 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 Um, I would be interested in seeing because the girl, the Harlem girl, um, that's the that's the producer. Yeah, and she also wrote the movie too. Yeah, and so um, I would be curious to know what, like, to see an interview of her and to know what um, her thought process was behind this movie. Like, what what was she trying to say? Like, what was her end game? 
what does she want people to take away from it? Yeah. You know, um, that's a question you'll find a lot of people asking actors in interviews, like, what do you want people to take away from this movie? Um, which needs to be, you know, one of the first questions you're asking when you're writing a movie. Right, right, right. Like, what am I trying to say? Right. What, what thoughts and feelings do I want the audience to leave with mm-hmm. after watching this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to yeah. be super deep. It could just be, I want them to have fun or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But you need right. to have that in place to kind of be a guiding light for what you're doing. Right, right, right. And then, um, you know, if it's not, I mean, if it's not, if the red flags aren't spelled out, at least have a character that's like saying, what, what, right. like, what is going on? Not trying to. And don't have that character suddenly switch motivations. Yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, we need to have like a moral ground, a moral ground character that should have been one hundred percent against him, and not. Yeah, because like even though Lola was against him, she low key wanted him, and she knew all of this was going on. So yeah, it was. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, even if you were like, well, it happened to that one girl who's just in my chair sometimes. Oh, but it happened to this person who's like my best friend. Like, why? Right. Would you... <laughs> what? Do mm. y'all have friends in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Like, n- nobody was 100% for Maybe, Maybe Jamel was, but hell, he died. Did he? We right. don't know. We don't know. <laughs> and he had, he had his own stuff going on. So Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So well, that was uh if I can't. <laughs> and I cannot. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um I um I know this is like super late, but if you couldn't tell already, we have pivoted our focus um from catching movies that we haven't seen to movies um, that may not be affected by the current strike. So um, we're focusing on A24 films and also independent films currently until the strike is over. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those independent films. Uh, sometimes you you strike gold with them. Sometimes you strike shit. So, Yeah. Um, what are we watching next week, Maria? So I decided not to take out complete revenge on you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, but this is a horror movie. Um, okay. uh, it's called The Witch. It's spelled with two V's. Okay. Uh, it came out in 2016 or 2015. Um, very, I've actually seen this one. Uh, is, I liked it a lot. It's interesting. It's much, it's very creepy. Uh, it takes place in like, um, I don't know, 16, 1500, 1600s, I guess it has to be, like American colony. Okay. And uh, this family is shunned from their church and village and made to go live by themselves. And strange things start happening. Oh, geez. Okay. 
So watch this in the middle of the day. Got it. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna let you go. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, watch it in the middle of the day. You know, I don't know if you may want to eat or not, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't recall it being like glory or anything, which would be the thing that would make me not want to eat. Um yeah. but this is on Max. Okay. Oh, still call HBO when it's out. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? Right. You know, um, Max is carrying a whole bunch of stuff. I guess they have finally um, merged Discovery and Max together and HBO together. Well, I mean, as companies, but not necessarily as channels, right? So I can't, I have, like, I have access to Max, but it doesn't mean I have access to Discovery Plus, as far as I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I've noticed... um, Stuff from TLC and own is now Max. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so they'll be doing a lot of that. Yeah. I've also noticed, like during the strike, that a lot of uh, companies that also have a network, a network uh, channel, mm-hmm. are showing their content on that channel. So, like the other day, I saw was it Miss Marvel was on mm-hmm. ABC. Like they were showing it on ABC. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Mm, okay. So a few different companies have been doing that as well to get over the fact they have no programming because yeah. of the strike. Yeah, well, you know, some of them have already been doing that. Like Bravo um, shows Ultimate Girls Trip, which okay. is a um, Peacock thing. And then um, Tyler Perry movies, oh, not wow. movies, films <laughs> that are um, not films, damn it, um, <laughs> even shows that are exclusive to um, BET+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And not even the Tyler Perry, just the Tyler Perry, because Miss Pat show too. Um, they show them on TV now as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So some of them were already doing that, but now I guess because of the um, strike, there's other apps that are following suit. Yeah, for sure. Because so, mm-hmm. it's you know easier than having to pay people what they're worth, I guess. Right, right. Especially now with the heat on reality, because you know that's how um, they we had this big reality show boost was from mm-hmm. the last right. Exactly. So, but now there's heat on reality. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting these next couple of um, weeks, at least. Yeah, really. Uh, man, it's gonna be a thing because um, what they they had they said they were you know going to the table to negotiate or whatever, and what they're asking for is like not even a per- one percentage is less than one percent of like what the studios are making. It's like point zero zero one eight or something like that, right? Hmm. And, and they were they refused to give that. To- yes, they're refusing, and I was just like, ah, what? So greedy, so greedy. Yeah, yeah. You um, would still be very rich. they i mean and like the thing is like even in the union there's this thing where if you make at least like twenty six thousand dollars a year you get health care but like 80 percent of the people in the union don't make twenty six thousand dollars a year on union projects wow how yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy and it's just like how can you live like that you know what i mean and then you need health care you need healthcare. Yeah, so not a luxury. You need it. Yeah. No, you definitely need it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're we're committed to trying our best to cover things that you know won't be affected by the strike. 
uh, as much there's so many things I would love to do and talk about right now. <laughs> so, right, right, right. But right. more than that, I I will want people to get what they what they deserve. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, we definitely stand with them on this because there is not like they're asking for anything ridiculous. No, they're, they should honestly they should be asking for more. Uh, for real. Yeah. So, but yeah. Yep. So in the meantime, um, is um, is which an A twenty four film? It is an A twenty four film. Okay. All right. So we will be watching it next time. Um. So, Maria, where can we find you? You can find me on pretty much any social media platform as Valar More Dollars. That's V A L A R M O R Dollars. I'm also on another podcast called Nerdgasm Noir, where it's five black women talking nerdy, geeky, and techie things. So you can come join us over there if you like any of that. Oh, and anime as well. And where can they find you, Lindsay? Um, you can find me everywhere at L underscore Renell. That's L underscore R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And then also on my other podcast, The Ish We Talk. That's me and my cousin. We talk about a variety of things. Mm-hmm. Hot topic conversations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we uh, will be watching which yes. next time. Or the Vavitch. I don't know how people say it. <laughs> so. Right. So, um, so yeah, so this was episode 34 of Romy's Review and Movies, and we will see you guys on episode 35. Yes. And if you subscribe, you won't miss it. So do that. Yes. Yes. So we will see you later. Bye. Bye.